This is the Fresh Life Podcast. Where love becomes real. And stories become testimonies. We are best friends who happened to get married almost 10 years ago. Plenty of mistakes, crazy choices, and strange things have taken place. But through it all, love continues to win. So join us on this journey. As we share with you stories about our lives as parents and partners in love. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fresh Fresh Life. Life. episode 34 of the Fresh Life Podcast. I am super excited to introduce this podcast because we had the awesome opportunity of interviewing our good friend Sabrina Parr and two-time NBA champion Lamar Odom. Sabrina and I have been great friends since fifth grade. We have traveled all of life together, the ups and the downs. So it is so exciting to get to talk to the hottest couple on the scene, Sabrina Parr and Lamar Odom. Enjoy. Uh, this is probably the latest recording that we've ever done. Um, it's the first time for everything. It's the first time for Welcome everything. Welcome to being an entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's no real hours. So Money never uh, sleeps. It don't. You know, I was actually going to start this thing with the fact that I came up with, um, you know, a, a trademark name, you know, for these two. But they claim that they already got their own stuff. Check pages. I said Lamar and Parr. I was really shooting for like some real credit here, but I guess it does exist. So ours is Par Lamar. So ladies first. That's fair. That's very nice. Lamar thought of that, by the way. He's really creative. So real quick, just let everybody know. um, I just want to, you know, welcome my guests. We had, of course, had them on episode thirty-three briefly. Um, So Sabrina Parr and Lamar Odom um, are. You know, joining the Fresh Life podcast, I'm sitting here, of course, with Miss Jasmine Marie, the queen of all things. And, you know, I wanted to kind of just, you know, have a, a quick guys conversation with, you know, Lamar, because I have most of what we've, most of the, like, the, you you kind of went through a different, like, pathway as far as it being, like, more attention. But as far as our experience has been very, very similar as far as just, like, how men operate and normally when I talk to Jazz about like how stuff... How operate as far as dealing with women? Or? With dealing with women. And so most of when I talk to Jazz, most of the time, you know, she doesn't see it. So it's just good to kind of get some of these questions off. And one of the first things I wanted to talk to you about was, what does it mean right now for you to have a new chance at love? Like, after all that you've been through. Um, <laughs> now it took some time for me to think about it. What does yeah. it mean to me to have a new chance at love? At love? Well, it's um, it's been refreshing. Um, I mean, I don't know what I would do without Sabrina. She means a lot to me. Um, she's real, yeah, true, honest. I think this is, as far as being an adult, I think this is the most healthiest relationship I've been in. Wow. We're honest and um, transparent with each other. That's it's moving fast. Um, I think I've always moved fast, but I think this yeah. is the right one. When you say, I know it's the right one. When you say the healthiest, when you think about that, what are you saying? Like, what is what is the thing that separates it? Is it just the transparency? Yeah, the and, and, the, and the honesty. Um, when you can be um, completely honest with someone, yeah. you know, that's good. Yeah. And okay. It, it feels good. It's refreshing. It's refreshing. Yeah, you're not not masking a part of yourself to fresh life. <laughs> fresh life. Yeah, it's right? like a new start. <laughs> it's a new start. A rebirth. So, 
one of the things I think about when I when I talk when I think about men is our inability sometimes to be vulnerable, to be transparent. We struggle with that. You know, we're raised a certain way. Um, a lot of us, most most of us, are like living lies, right? Yeah. If you're trying to um, not be monogamous, so you don't have to lie to keep that shit up. It's tiresome. What ends up happening too is that that lie becomes your life, so everything has to fall back on the on the original lie. So everything got to connect back to any any misstep on the original lie becomes yeah, a crack in the armor. Your cards are full, <laughs> right? Yeah, your deck of cards are full. Yeah, so you got to be very careful. I mean, when we think about masculinity, we think of money, toughness, women, aggression, being cool, being in control, but. How do you view being a man today versus 10 years ago? Like, what's important to you now? Well, having a um, relationship with my children. Mm. Fatherhood. Yeah. I think describes, um, I mean, taking care of his kids and his yeah. family. Yeah. His immediate family. Yeah. A man, would Jay, would Jay say, a man who don't take care of his family can't be rich? Facts. You I'm know. Yeah, we gotta talk about that. I'm gonna pull that out of you. That uh, I need to talk about that in cap before you leave. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think that a, a part of that is, you know, how did you how did you view being a man when you were younger? Um, you know, big house, big car, uh, many as women as possible. The shit that really doesn't matter. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Um, like, did you did you see? Did you see like more of a, an end game to when that would end? You know, like how did you see yourself transitioning out of that that young man? You know, that came out of college. You know, did you see that? No, I always thought I would have my cake and eat it too. Yeah, good deal. Mm -hmm. That's real. Was a part I always of thought I was yeah. gonna, you know be able to pimp that hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was a part of it because you know, I mean, of who you were, you know, and who you are. You know, it's like. No matter what, like they still gonna keep coming. Yeah, and I'm you know I consider myself a handsome dude. Like, yeah. You know, so you, you don't know if it's um your looks or the money. Yeah. No. That's real. Mm. When I think about you know men, you know I think about the fact that um, I was just reading. I I told Jazz, you know, one of the amazing things is reading research, and. I read research on, you know, being a sex addict or being a porn addict. It's something that I came up to grips with probably about, let's say like five five years ago, about five years ago or so. Yeah, I just came up um, to that, um, just came up with that acknowledgement. It's no joke. Yeah. Um, and I don't even think it's, I think if you were to hear the definition, you can identify yourself early, but I think if you don't hear the definition, you just think you're being a man. What's the definition? Do you know the definition of it? I mean, the basic definition is you have a compulsive disorder towards sexual behavior that you can't stop. You're willing to sacrifice the most important things of your life, <laughs> yeah. right, in That's order like to life. get what you want. Now, watch this. That ain't just the bedroom. That's strip clubs. That's sex clubs. That could be prostitutes or it could be anything, but they don't stop and it gets worse. You're eventually, you have to think, a sex addict is no different than a crack addict. They're no different. They're willing to sacrifice the same things. Yeah, life, right? Like for like, I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, you're willing to sacrifice, if you're willing to sacrifice your freedom 
to get that high of of having sex, that's an addiction. Yeah, I mean you stuck. But when I think about a porn addict, you know how how did that impact you when you were younger? Like, did you ever realize like, okay, first off, I'm watching it. All the all the guys is watching it. But how did that impact you when you were younger? This would be the most vulgar um, Fresh Life podcast. Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. No, it's okay. Oh, I'm okay. sorry about you that. Know, you know. Well, it's crazy. I remember when I was like... Um, Many blessings to you. <laughs> I remember when I was like... Um, I was like, like 14 years old. My grandma was like, I'm taking you to the hospital. I'm taking you to the doctor because you're always sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so she took me to the doctor. And the doctor says, he says, um, Miss, could you, you know, remove yourself from the from the room? I want to talk to him for a little bit. And so the doctor says, I know you're growing and everything, but do you masturbate a lot? She asked you that? Yeah, it was a man doctor, Dr. He Abraham. He asked me that. <laughs> I, was like, I was, you know, bashful. I was like, yeah. I admit it. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what, what was the reason that he asked you that? I don't know. I guess it's something that he's been through, maybe with you know other kids. But honestly, he asked me that. Did I masturbate a lot? All right, we can't just leave that there. All right, I just want to know. Well, what... I think it was because you were up a lot. I mean, you were asleep during the day, so that yeah, means you were sleep. up at night. Yeah, so was, he had he, he had figured that out. Yeah, he just asked me, did I masturbate a lot? He didn't think that you were just up studying. You was, I mean, to take a nah. that's a big leap. I was probably like maybe like maybe like fourteen. 13? I was really young. <laughs> and he asked me, and I was like, okay. You're out of control. Yeah. Uh, that's real. Yeah, but I'm being, you know, for real. Let me tell you what my uncle said. I found one of his magazines when I was younger, and he used to keep them in this uh, hamper, and I would, I would, I eventually found it. Once mm-hmm. you find one when you're younger, yeah. it's sure. a mission to find them all. And one day he told me, and I didn't, I didn't, you know, believe him. He said, listen, I, I know that you're probably looking at some of this stuff. It's gonna mess your life up. Prophecy. I promise you. He said this, and I, I didn't. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm probably 12 years old. Yeah. So when he said that, though, I never forgot that. Like, it's gonna mess your life up. You keep looking at this stuff. Yeah. And you know, that was just magazines. Yeah. You know, back in the 90s. You know, and I'm I'll be 35 in, in next month. And you know, you look up, man, and the stuff that I've been involved in. Like, you know, I've I had my, you know. Listen, in my own way, you know, my own zone, you know, what, what, uh, you know, in my own way, I had the life that you had, yeah, but on a smaller level, yeah. like Sway said, what did Sway and then Sway said, he told Kanye, um, yeah, he told me, <laughs> you know, his t shirt, um, you know, I had that, that same kind of lifestyle with, you know, several more, more women than I can remember their names, but now that I'm older, it doesn't sit well with me, you know, I, I've read that you know you've kind of had, you know that same situation too, but what do you think that that type of sexual exposure did to you? Fuck, excuse me. You made me messes you up, man. May the Lord have a blessing. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> yeah. It messes yeah. you up. Yeah. In what way? I mean, my heart goes out for all the sisters I played. You know what I'm saying? All the. Um, Cause I don't, you know, when you have um, sex with a with a woman, y'all, 
like become a part of them. Yeah. Do you think they become a part of you? Nah. Yeah. You know, not when you're on that run. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wait, wait a minute. What's the run, Lamar? Like not when you're not, you just don't care about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think it takes a toll on you. Um, mentally, physically, spiritually. Mentally, yes. Right? Yes. Something out of your soul. It's hard to approach God and ask for things when you're doing that, when you're living that type of life. If you have a relationship with, like, if you have a relationship with God and you're doing like that, that's very difficult. You know, at least in my experience, it has been. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I would say, you know, more than anything else, you know, if it takes a toll on you mentally, you're thinking about, you have to think about all these women, all these emotions that you're balancing, right? I mean, did you ever come across a situation when you, and I keep saying younger because I, I understand that as you're older, you view life differently. You know what I mean? What would you tell your younger self? Well, um, I would tell my younger self to view all these women like you view your daughter. You know what I mean? I went and um, wanting a man, you know what I'm saying, purposely scoring on my daughter. Yeah. With no thoughts of um, being with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you you believe, see I think like, you know, like we want a little girl, you know, and while, you know, when she reaches a certain age, what's the problem? What just happened? <laughs> yeah. Your dad had a moment. <laughs> we, because yeah. she probably couldn't believe do it. Do we what really you? want a little girl? Yeah, we're going to oh. start trying in about a month. Okay, oh. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More That's, kids? Yeah, more kids. Trying for a How daughter. How many do you have now? Two. I want twin boys. Yeah? yeah. You can have mine. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, yeah, but children, man. And I think it, it was, uh, it's very powerful when you have children, you're able to see that the little things they could get into, you're super nervous because now you know what that little seed did to you. You know, so now you think yeah. about a girl. I don't I couldn't imagine how protective you could be once you realize like your actions. Yeah, I mean I'm I would be forty years old. Um November 6th. So I think it's like the perfect time for me to um, officially take that step into manhood. Yeah. 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 Mm. Where do you, when you say take the step into manhood, where were you? When you say you're taking the step into manhood, where do you, where do you think that you were? Well, I'm not serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, finding this um, woman um, to my left, um, I think the difference she holds me accountable. Hey Lamar, she try to hold everybody accountable with all my actions. Yeah, yeah, she's tough. Lamar, let me tell you something. Let me. You have an. Ex- you have been. You have experienced a good deal with Sabrina. Conversations. You've made memories, but until you have played a game of taboo with Sabrina. <laughs> You don't understand what you have on your hands. I mean, he's been there when I have played, but he chose not to play. Oh, that's a good. That was that. That was a part of wisdom, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much he was paying attention. On he was kind of in and out of the room, but um, 
And because he was in and out of the room, I was in and out of the game. Was taboo the board game? No, remember we were at um, Alex's house for the couples game night, and it was the game we were playing where it was girls against guys. He yeah. don't even like that's how much I know he wasn't really paying attention. No, it's all good. What are your thoughts on Sabrina and Taboo? Um, Sabrina's no joking taboo. <laughs> she is going to um, be up in your face if you're trying to cheat. She's going to make sure that you are following the rules. Um, Sabrina's really fun to play with in taboo, honestly. She keeps the party going for sure. But she she's win. very competitive. Yeah, like, like in her soul, in her nowhere, <laughs> it's just like this competitive spirit. Yeah. But that's how she is in everything, so... Yeah. It's to be expected. She's like that when you watch a football game with her. Yeah. Have you watched a football game with her? We haven't yet. Season is starting. Season so. is starting. Yeah. Who's your um, football team? I'm, I'm a Browns fan. Uh, but yeah. um, she's like going to be up yelling. She's going to argue with you if you have a different opinion than <laughs> her. It's it's pretty Do you intense. Know football? I I yes. kind of like it's yes. to the point though. Like you know how like you really protective of your man like. She will like be dogging Chris, like 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 okay. in argument, no, I was, I was like to the point I get I get uncomfortable. Like I gotta leave out because I know like I gotta just look at her like one of the guys talking to Chris. No, when he was tape. playing football when, when he was younger. Oh, okay, okay. I gotta get that tape for you. It's okay. You don't have to validate yourself. You was that you you are that dude. Like I know that. He's just trying to tell you that, that at 12, he was juking cats. No, I, I can I know this about him. I want to I I say one thing that uh, Lamar that came out today, where you talked about that you were done watching pornography mm. and you was done eating candy. Now, let me deal with you the latter. You watched the whole video, Listen, the TMZ video? No, I didn't. Let me just you say should. I will. Let me say this last thing, though. I bought you a bag of Starburst, right? Because, you know, I knew that, you know. That's, that's her doing. Blame, is it? Blame her. Listen, I got a, I got the favorite reds, you know, the ones that are just the good Starburst, right? A good player hater. Yeah. I mean, can can he just have one last hurrah? I mean, he sneaks and eats candy. We don't even want to sneak. I just want to give him the bag. Let me just explain what this whole no candy thing came yeah, from because yeah. I am not just evil. We went. I took him to a doctor for his back. He was having back problems. And they did an x-ray and mm -hmm. found that there was a, a specific issue going on with his back. There was Starburst in there? No. Because <laughs> no, I'm very serious I'm about sorry. this. So sorry. Um, I mean, ah. we're talking about, ah. he thinks it's a I'm game. So but sorry. my thing yeah. is, if you're telling me yeah. you want to continue to play basketball at 40 years old at a high level mm -hmm. so that you can retire, you want to mm -hmm. be at the best shape of your life now. You have to make changes. You're getting older. I agree. So when we went to the doctor, and the doctor specifically pointed out, you need to leave everything acidic alone, or this problem you have is going to worsen. It's, that's just what it is. You can't have that anymore, at least until things get better, and then you have it in moderation. Because I'm sure the way you've been living is has caused this issue. You know, like, you don't just pop up with an issue just uh, because you're living healthy you know in most cases you don't so me understanding what the issue was and what will help it get better what will help you relieve pain the natural way let's just remove that you know and let's replace it with something else that's where the no candy thing come, came from okay so i just want to say i know sabrina like know her know her and um i know that i cannot tell her a goal 
if I'm not going to follow through with it. Right. Like, if I want for real accountability, I tell Brina. If I'm, like, not sure what I want, I don't tell her. And I learned that at a very young age. She was in a hospital. I don't know. <laughs> I was, was always in a hospital. Why was I always in a hospital? She was in a hospital for so long. I know, right? But um, this particular time, what was it, your leg, Brina? Probably. It depends yeah. on what story you're about to say. Anyways, I had knew that I wanted to really have love in my life, like genuine love. Oh, yeah. It was when I was having leg problems. Okay, yeah. And um, I was just telling Brina about this guy that I was dating, but he didn't really want to fully commit to me. And she made me, like, <laughs> Like, give him an ultimatum. Like, if he love you, he will be with you. If he doesn't, he won't. And that yes. night, I drove over over his house, and I was like, you know what? You gotta make a you gotta make up your mind if you want to be with me or you don't. And he was just like, it sounded like Sabrina when you said. Well, I was I had to I had to have her balls because I ain't have them on my own. And he basically chose not to. I was mad yeah. at her. Yeah. I was like, you ruined my life. <laughs> she was. She just wanted to still be second best. And like, yeah, but she don't play that. I don't like play anybody, that with my friends. Anybody that she loves, yeah. she don't play that with. Yeah. And so, um, like, even if I'm like for real serious about weight loss, like when I get serious, I tell Brina, if I'm just about to play, she she gets so upset. So I just know, like, I know everybody call her a health coach now, but like you really that's been your personality since we was young. Like it's yeah. either She's black or like white. A, more of a life coach to me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. She'd be a good person to make a life partner with. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> Lamar and Par. <laughs> Lamar. Par I'm Lamar. telling you. Listen. Par Lamar. Yeah. We need to take a poll. I'm gonna put a poll up, you know, which one is better. <laughs> Lamar yeah. and Par is really cute. Par, Par Lamar. Lamar. I mean, Maybe it's like have the people vote on it. Yeah, yeah but he created. I just try to support everything that yeah. he creates. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. he's like a new entrepreneur. And yeah, like a new creative. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's yeah. not like just playing basketball and stuff anymore. No so when he thinks of something, I'm like, let's go with that. Hey, have you purchased your Fresh Life journal? It is one of the best-selling journals of 2019. It is proven to boost creativity, productivity, and happiness. Head over to thefreshlifestore.com to purchase yours today. Oh, and guess what? Receive 20% off the entire store using promo code GETUPTOPAR. That's thefreshlifestore.com. Because it's, I feel like sometimes it can be demeaning to say, no, let's Let's do it this way. You know, it's yeah. like, I want him to have his mind. Yeah. You know, and for yeah. me to honor that. So, yeah. you know, if he's okay with switching it or opening up to some new suggestions, Brina, great. You wait, wasn't going to let I, me wait. be second best. Okay. You uh -uh. about work before I can see your brain now. I did. <laughs> I, did. I did. I did. And I'm worried he's going to be mad and he dumped down. you. He dumped me, but she would get over that. Knock the wine he down. It's going Praise the Lord that he dumped me. Just Thank you so grateful. Yeah. Thank God hey, that he dumped listen, you. The truth. That he dumped me. I'm a real friend. Hey, hey, I want hey, a fake friend. Hey, hey, hey Jasmine. No. Took you a long time to come around that corner on me, too. But, babe, I chose right. Yes, okay. I ain't, she hey. was worth waiting on. Oh, oh, yes, she was. She was worth waiting on. Right. You're 100% okay. right. All right. Here's my. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Wow, how quickly that could just turn I'm into. I'm a real friend, though. A real friend gonna tell you to leave him alone. No, look, like the one thing about Sabrina that's real that that is very real that she's very honest. She's very you know forthcoming. And she's very loyal. And she's very Facts. loyal. Like Sabrina that's. Do you remember what I told you, Chris, the day you married Jasmine? No, I didn't do the I whole. I don't remember. Oh, I love you guys, no. Chris. You remember? I know you remember. I don't remember. 
He probably don't. You know. He okay, well, let me remind you. I don't think everybody needs to know what my problem is. <laughs> no, but let me remind you. Like, I, I, I remember everyone just saying, you know, I wish you guys the best and bless this union and blah, blah, blah. I was a friend that was like, Chris, hurt my friend. You got to see me. Hey, Sabrina. You don't you remember, remember that? that blue Wait, dress? can I say something? Sabrina, look, called in my way. Okay. I said, who get married? Me or you? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find me one, wasn't I? Okay. <laughs> Listen. All right. Sorry. <laughs> let me wait, let me say this though. Okay. While you did say that. Yes. I did hurt your friend. You did. Right. And I was upset. And I did hurt you ain't come see me. Because Jasmine Jasmine That's cool. would not let me, let me be say who something I was. Let me say something. No, now. I didn't tell Sabrina. Yeah, she hid a lot it's from me okay. and I had to pretend like I didn't know a lot. It's all until good. she was ready. It's okay. But and I then, definitely shaded. And then when she confronted me about it, I just act like I'm gonna take y'all wine away. <laughs> I mean sorry. sorry y'all, the kids are asleep upstairs. Let's not act like we in a real studio. Um, or like I don't have real questions. Mm, Wait, mm, let her talk. Mm. Mm, it's a shame. Don't tell Lamar. Yeah. See, Lamar, I don't play that. You don't play that. Yeah. What? what? I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just Okay, wait, real quick. Um, go ahead, baby. Here you go. Thank you, baby. Thank you, baby. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate my own mic space. What was we just saying? We were talking about um, you didn't tell me exactly oh, what yes, happened when yes, it happened. Yes, yes, yes. And then from me. And then Sabrina confronted me so slick. Mm -hmm. Like she just had to let me know that she knew that Chris had hurt me. Yeah. That and to be more specific, that Chris had an affair. And I was like, I just roll with it though. Like I'm just like, I just kind of talked to you through it. Like as yeah. if you <laughs> like as if we had already talked. Right. And I was like, Brina don't play. Like, and I but I had but I think at that time I was definitely more healthier. Yeah, because I was I able just to talk to you like a woman. Like at first I had so much shame about it. I was so embarrassed about it. You did. I just want we have never talked about this and we're gonna totally talk about it for the first time on the podcast, but that's okay. You had you knew a long time ago. I did. And you talked to me about it, and I blamed it on someone being a hater. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh, she's just a hater. Yeah. She just don't like me. She don't want to see me be happy. And at that time, I had so much shame. Like, I did, I wasn't able to, to own yeah. it. I wasn't able yeah. to own it, especially because of um, – I was, I, you know, I've always hustled for my perfection. Like, just right. like, I, that's how I got my worth, like, I felt like a lot of times. And so that was a really, really tough time for me. But um, I appreciate your grace as a friend oh, yeah. because that wasn't easy. No, none of my friends knew, though. Like, the only people that, really, that I verbally told was my sister and my mother. And that's who. But as a friend, I just know that... Um, you know, I just now know that I now that I went through it that you need your friends when you go through stuff. You need people who genuinely love you and that love your husband. Like especially if you make a choice to stay. And let me also say I think that why that's so important because when I when we were going through that, the people around us were very new. Yeah. And so what yeah. ended up kind of happening was um you you're being accountable to people you don't know. Right. And that's a weird space to be in. Like, I understand that, you know, you guys are aware of what we're going through, but I don't really know enough about you to have to answer to you. Correct. Or, you know what I mean? Like, that's a very tough space to be in. Like, I understand that I need the assistance or we need to have a conversation, but it made me even more defensive. Right. Like, it took me longer to get through that. Like, that whole time period was just tough 
you know, aside from, you know, the fact that when you're living in the house of the person you hurt, like that's a, that's a, that's a beast. Yeah. And I understood my friend, like I know Jasmine and, um, I just know like what really gets to her, you know, like I may have been able to handle that a little differently. I'm not going to say better because my way is not better. It's just different. And I know how hard she worked to even get to that place of healing, to be in a position to even marry you, you know, but, um, I can't, I couldn't address her. Like she can't handle my aggressiveness when she's hurt. I know that about Jasmine, you know, like it would have added more injury, you know, because she was figuring it out herself. So I knew, like she said, I had to give her grace and just let her do what she needed to do. Um, but I think you knew deep down inside, like I wasn't judging you, you know, like, and I wasn't judging Chris. Yeah. I did. Like, I wasn't, like, my advice wouldn't have, like, in hindsight, my advice wouldn't have been leave Chris because yeah. Chris but was not know. a bad man. This is the thing about you. You are like my sister in the sense that you don't play about about me. Like, yeah. I could have moved on and been cool, and you would have been like, you stupid. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I, wouldn't, I didn't know which way to go. <laughs> So, um, with that being said, I was just, I was scared, but I do apologize for lying to you because I boldly was just like denying it, but I denied it to every, I denied it to you myself, honestly. Yeah. You I denied it to myself. Because that's the shocking thing. Yeah. Like yeah. y'all had an image yeah. and you we wanted had to so protect much. that. But how about this too? Like I was so like, um, when Chris disclosed, because I never found out anything, Chris has always told me which I think has really been the saving grace of our marriage. But um, even when he told me, I just said, oh, my gosh. Like, either, you know, but you've called me, na Sabrina's called me naive since we was little. Like, you are so naive. And I'm just so like, naive. either I am so naive <laughs> or, um, like, I just told him, I said, oh, my God, you are, like, the best man ever. So when you get healthy, like, I can't imagine what you're going to be for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, like right now, like you and your sick place are amazing to me. Like this man loved me from literally the top of my head to the soles of my feet. And I'm just like, he healed me like yeah. through his love, he like, did. right. Like yeah. all my wounds I've had. Yeah. And so I'm just like, Oh my goodness, if you get healthy, like, what are you going to be like? And, um, and I told him that the night he disclosed to me, so I knew I was staying, but I also knew, like, why, like, was I staying because I've seen it? Like, it was it generational? Like, am I staying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I had yeah. to battle a lot. And I, I, anyways, to make a long story short, though, when you first found out about it, it was so new, and I was so full of shame. So, yeah, I, I did lie, but, my but, friend. but, and I Chris, I was if if we would have had the conversation in the midst of it, like my suggestion would have been to stay and work it out, like. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, I'm big. I'm a big advocate for not dealing with any infidelity. Like I don't that, me personally, you know, but you loved her on a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Like I watched that, you know, like you literally met Jasmine where she was and just like she did no wrong. And she was like she was perfect in your eyes, you know, and like that's hard to find. You know, so like that's worth fighting for, yeah. and that's why I never came. Like, Jasmine, I know, and you just need to like, do you need to come live with me? You know, like I didn't encourage that. You know, because I'm the one that's like, I'll come pack your stuff. You know, I'm that friend. Yeah. You know, but like you, you just were imperfect. You know, and you, yeah. she needed to see that imperfection. I think it helped give her dad grace. 
Yeah. You know, like you yeah. can't be mad at your dad yeah. when he did the same thing that your husband has done. Like you have to understand that now, you know, like, so I thought about all of that stuff. Yeah. It was, it was like way crazy. Cause you know, I was really hitting like my, my speed life coaching. Oh, you yeah. know, I was, I was actually, I just left North Carolina working with, um, working with this pro. Yeah. I mean, you know, and thank you, Sabrina. Um, but it's all good. No, you're good. Um, and I was, you know, so I'm working with somebody and I flew back in, you know, into Cleveland. And so I'm really hitting my stride. You know yeah. what I mean? I, it was, it was Terrell, you know, for, you know, mm-hmm. a few years. And then, you know, of course we did the TV stuff and then it's, you know, these other guys, man. And then suddenly, you know, for you to get derailed off of something that you have a tough time controlling, like, and you're everything, like, just like comes down. Like, that's when that's I God. knew. I shut it all down. No, no. Yeah. Who that's did? God. I shut it no, no, down. No, no, no. No, wait. Okay. Just take scoot, that. scoot. Just take One that. second. <laughs> it wasn't you. It was God Tell shut it. Truth. No, listen. Wait a second. Okay, okay. Sorry. God shut it all down. God used yes. her. No. For his mission. No. <laughs> Y'all are taking a lot of credit. Down. No, what I'm saying is is that when when you're in the midst of being sick yourself, yeah. God ain't, ain't concerned about you. He ain't concerned about the other. He concerned about the person that's sick. Mm-hmm. Like that's who he wanna he wanna help. So yeah. if he gotta if you gotta go through a bunch of stuff, then you're gonna go through that stuff. Like it is, is what it is. Like there's no way around it. Like right. and you're gonna go through it and he don't care nothing about what it looked like public wise or nothing. Yeah, like tell me I, about it. <laughs> I pretty much like the whole business was dismissed. Yeah, you know because you can't, you can't have a business, yeah. you know, and all of that sort of jazz without integrity, you know. Yeah. And so it just all fell apart. Like I mean, at, you can, one, but you you didn't want to have that it's, story. It's not sustainable, right? There are people who are just living a big lie. I mean, look at all these pastors and stuff. But it's like, you can do it, but God don't want that to be your story. He didn't want that to be your story. I mean, I was pushed by the right people at, you know, it was times I I couldn't listen to people. I mean, I don't know if, you know, if y'all can, if y'all can even share that, like, there are moments where you're like in this dark space and you know that people are saying something that makes sense, but you can't hear them. Like, you know I mean, y'all, anybody can speak to that? Lamar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't have any addiction. That's the life we live in, basically. We yeah, we him and I have experienced that already. Like he just be, he was in a space where he couldn't hear me. So the way that I get him to listen is to totally remove myself. Well, some somebody said that denial stands for don't even know I am lying to myself. No, that's a great acronym. Yeah. Because I mean that's what it feels like. Like you believe in your conviction and defense of yourself that mm-hmm. I'm right. Yeah, like, this is what I'm supposed yeah. to be doing. <laughs> like That's the definition of insanity, right? Well, I guess. They hmm. always say the definition is like doing the same thing and expecting, expecting different results. But, but that's all you're doing. Yeah. Like it's legit a cycle. Like like when people say like it was it was so fun. So I really learned and I did some real true study. It's a it's a series um called the Conqueror series. A guy named Ted Roberts did it. Um, he put together this whole series on pornography addiction, and it's a, it's unbelievably it's well done, like one of the best things ever. And I've also went to a conference in Minnesota. Um, it's not a con. I want to say it's a conference. It's like a it's it's a gathering, it's a retreat. It's like okay. three days of just it's intensive. It's three days, just men. Like you get a hotel, 
they cost you, you know, a few thousand bucks and you go there and it's three days of just nine hours of these 10, 15 men talking about their struggle. Watching no porn. It's not even about the porn. Watch this. So it's not it's no, you're not watching no porn, <laughs> but every guy there had a porn addiction. Is something. has it, but they're they're currently in it. Like mm-hmm. they have they're there on their last straw. Oh, okay. Like they there That's because their wife yeah. just told them like you need to do this or, or it's over. It's over. Yeah. yeah. And you start listening to people's stories about how because pornography That's how does I this. Him, like going to yeah. a meeting yeah, we and went to this meeting and here we was hearing these stories. I was what like, made y'all go to the meeting? Oh, I'm a porn addict. So he was in training to be a, a motivational speaker. All and these are Jewish white men. They all had porn addictions though, but they're like millionaires and have overcome them. And but they still go to meetings regularly. And so they invited Lamar, and he was like, he doesn't want to go with me, and I was honored to go, just to get a better understanding. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is real. Like, he's really a sex addict, you know? And I didn't really, I've never really encountered that. The addictions I've experienced have been different, but I needed to understand where he was and who he was if I was going to be in his life. So um, hearing those stories was like, oh, I know more sex addicts than I thought. You yeah. know, and I've experienced it and didn't know the name. You know, mm-hmm. I just thought I was horny or just right, right. sad or, you know. Can I throw something in there? This is kind of what happens. And for those who are listening, like, this is what happens with pornography. You watch, let's just say that it was your first day ever watching porn, right? You're going to watch some missionary stuff. It's going to be some doggy style. Whatever and you're then, attracted to. Whatever, and, and, but it's going to be real basic. Like, and that's going and that's going to set you off. Like, there's going to be people you don't never seen. They're going to be mm-hmm. beautiful. It's going to be perfect. A year later, you are watching some of the most heinous stuff you've ever seen in your life. Choking and gagging. Choking, gagging. How about like, yeah, I moved from, when I moved from this to that, I was like, what is wrong with you? Wow, so that was part one of the Par and Lamar episode here with the Fresh Life Podcast. Listen, you want to stay tuned for part two, which is coming up in a couple of days. Uh, Make sure that you're sharing this, that you're discussing it. Uh, Jasmine, what are your thoughts on that episode? I Not only was it a great episode full of truth, honesty, and vulnerability, but I actually had fun. Yeah, I did too. It was a good conversation. I did too. Yeah. It was just great to have you know these two people join it. I'm telling you, it was 2.33 in the morning before they left our house. It was just yeah. crazy. We had a good time. So make sure you're following um, Chris and I. You can find Chris on all social media platforms at Chris Marvell. And I am Mrs. Jasmine Marie, Jasmine with a Z. And of course, you guys probably already are following Lamar Odom and Get Up to Par. So, again, make sure that you're sharing this, that you're liking it, commenting. Uh, Let us know what you thought. Give us your questions. feedback, feedback, feedback. This is a good time, man. So, again, you are listening to the Fresh Life Podcast, and we are signing off. See you on part two.